Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Adventures of a New You. It's Podcast Wednesday, so here we are. Uh, I'm your host, Jen Park, a social worker and fellow adventurer. This is episode number 31, and today I'm chatting about relationships. When I started brainstorming for this episode, one of my first thoughts was something that I say all the time. Don't take relationship advice from me. What do I know? I find myself saying that. I mean, it's like a little joke because I'm divorced. I think, you know, sometimes I think I'm funny because it's like, what do I know? But really when I think about it, that's like one, one relationship, right? That maybe didn't turn out so great, but, um, but that's not, that's not what we're talking about today. I mean, sure. Romantic relationships are important, but this is any kind of relationship and like I said, as far as romantic relationships, I'm not an expert, but there's so many other kinds. And I feel like the principles apply to all those kinds of relationships. Side note, if you are out there in that dating world, Godspeed, it's crazy. But I will tell you something very important. If you step into those shark infested waters, that's literally what I'm calling them because they are shark infested waters. It's like sharks in a pond. It's ridiculous. I know that's not a thing, but if you step out into that dating world without truly knowing yourself and having good boundaries, you will literally be eaten alive. It's, it's just crazy. It's crazy. So, you know, all the time I talk about, you have to have a relationship with your first yourself first. You have to know your boundaries. You have to know your limits. Today's not going to be any different. I'm going to talk about that and just a few more things about the importance of knowing where you're at and knowing what you want from relationships. Just remember, I'm not just talking about a partner or significant other, because these can apply to family, friends, coworkers, everyone. All right, so here we go. I have five relationship tips for you today. The first one is to stop looking for the perfect relationship. It can be really easy to get lost in the idea of a perfect relationship, but do yourself a favor and just stop. Check it at the door because there is literally no such thing. A lifetime of romantic comedies have given us the false hope that pure, true love exists. But here's the thing. There's no such thing as perfect. I think we all know that in the back of our heads, but just the fantasy of wanting to have that perfect relationship, the perfect this and the perfect that and a house and a wedding and a two kids and a 2.5 kids, whatever that statistic is, and a dog. It's, it's all so dreamy, right? Wake up, get real. It's not real. <laughs> it's not real. You need to look for someone who can compliment you and not just like telling you that you look pretty. I mean, sure. We need that too, right? But compliment you as in enhancing your life. Someone who encourages you to be the best version of yourself. And again, I'm not just talking about, I know I kind of like divulged a little into like the romantic relationship there, but in like your friendships too, you need someone who is encouraging to you and not just going to suck the life out of you. Like we want complimenting relationships, people who are going to encourage us to be our best selves, people who we can encourage to be them, their best selves, not them best selves, their best selves. So I'm strongly encouraging you to stop searching for the perfect relationship, the perfect best friend, the perfect everything. 
you have to know your boundaries and your guidelines and your expectations of people. This might sound a little bit ridiculous, but I'm highly recommending, you know, I love, love a list. So you know, here comes a list that you make a list of what you're looking for in a relationship. Like I want someone who is going to be supportive. I want someone who is going to make time for me. I want someone, and you could be really concrete too. Like I think it might be a little easier when you're looking at like someone as far as a romantic relationship, but as far as a friendship too, like I want someone who likes to travel. Like if you're looking for a travel partner or if there's so many different things that you can be looking for, but having those in writing for yourself. And I don't care if you scribble it on a piece of paper, you journal it, you write it on the notes on your phone. That's where my list is. Um, you need to have this concrete idea of what you're looking for in a relationship, what your expectations are for someone to be in your life, for someone to get time in your crazy schedule, your busy schedule in your life. Like you're going to make time for someone. You make that want that to be a quality person, someone who meets those expectations and exceeds them hopefully. But, and the same thing for them, like you don't want to be in somebody's life if you're not what they're looking for as a friend, as a partner, as, as any of that. This is also an incredible opportunity for some self-reflection and a time maybe to incorporate some of the lessons that you've learned from past relationships. I think we've all had a friendship go south that maybe because, I don't know, you got into a fight over something or if you've had a romantic relationship go south. It happens and there's always some, probably some red flags that you missed along the way or some signs or some, some things that you maybe could have seen or now, like, you know, hindsight is only 20, always 2020 that you see now, like I should have been paying more attention when Sally wanted to spend every single day with me and didn't want me to have lunch with anybody else. Like those are the little things that you can be mindful of for going forward in your future relationships that, you know, like, no, I want friendships with people who ebb and flow and who maybe if I don't check in for two weeks, that's okay. Or if you want friendships where you have that connection and you talk every day, you have to be aware of that and know that not everyone's going to fit that bill for you. Not everyone's going to be the perfect best friend for you. So you have to know what you're looking for just as much as you know what you're willing to and not willing to accept of them. All right. The second piece relationship tip, I guess it is, is the importance of showing up for each other. I guess I already said this, but you want to have reciprocal relationships. You want to be in a relationship with someone who will show up for you in the same way that you would show up for them. I know I have high expectations of the people that I surround myself with. I'm okay with that though. I know that I'm going to show up for the people that are close to me and that support and encourage me and I'm going to show up for them and I'm going to support and encourage them in the same way. I don't want, I don't want people in my life that aren't going to show up for me and I don't want to be in somebody's life who I don't want to show up for them. Like, I mean, and I'm not saying like you have to just completely cut everybody off, but I know where I'm going to focus my energies as far as relationships go and who I'm going to invest having that time, having that bond with like, 
there are some people who you're cordial with or your um, acquaintances. I'm like, I just lost the word. That you might be acquaintances with, but you don't have to have this high level of friendship or a close relationship. You can you can say hello and say, you know, how are you? Have a great day, without having this exchange of having like a real solid relationship with them. That makes sense. Sometimes I might ask too much of the people that are around me or the people that I'm in a relationship with, but this goes back to my boundaries and, and my limits and knowing what I expect of people. And, and like I said, what I'm willing to give of them, I'm not going to ask for something or ask someone to do something that I'm not willing to do for them or for myself. That's not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like wanting people to treat me like, I don't know, like you're like a princess or something. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about holding people to the standard that, that you want to be held to. And if people are just trying to be like an energy leak for you, you have to recognize that and you have to know where to kind of plug that hole and maybe take a step back and, and know when someone should be considered a close friend or an acquaintance because there is a difference and, and you can absolutely be cordial and polite and all of those things. And without investing your time and your energy into a relationship, that's just going to be a drain for you. So number three is knowing your limits. Obviously, you know, I talk about this all the time. When you're starting a relationship, you might be questioning yourself, but you need to have full faith in yourself. You need to know exactly who you are, what you want and where you're headed. Sorry, my cat's like crying in the background. He's a, he's a grumpy old man and he likes to talk. Um, it can, it can be very easy to get lost in a relationship. Uh, Kelsey Ballerini, I don't know if you've heard the song, Miss Me More, but this song, I love this song. It speaks exactly to this. Even if you're not a country music fan, I suggest you listen at least to the words or maybe you just read the lyrics, but she talks about finally getting to be herself again. The first time I heard this song, I was like, what? Why is this even a thing? She talks about not doing things because her significant other didn't like them. But after the relationship ends and she realizes how much she missed herself, it's like, it's mind blowing, but we've all been there. And sometimes it's little things. Like if you're dating somebody who's the same height as you, like you probably aren't going to wear heels around them because you don't want to be taller than them. That's like one of the things. Or if it's like your mom doesn't like my mom gets so mad when I use your mom analogies because I know she's listening. I don't do it on purpose, mom. It just happens. If your mom doesn't like when you put your elbows on the table, let's say, and you change who you are just because of that, those are bad manners, but you have to stop putting yourself in this position where you are changing who you are to be in a relationship with somebody that doesn't even make sense. Know yourself, know your boundaries, know what you want, know what makes you happy. Also know that there are times that we're going to compromise, right? I'm not saying give up any of the things that you want or need, but relationships do degree, require a degree of compromise at times. And we have to be mindful of that. We also have to be mindful that you don't go too far 
when it comes to that, because if you're the one who's constantly compromising, that's not a relationship. That's just like straight manipulation and some narcissist nonsense. I'm also not telling you to be so rigid that you come off as an asshole. I'm saying that you are who you are and, and you want what you want. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with knowing who you are and knowing what you want. That's exactly what I'm telling you you should do is you should know who you are, know what your limits are, know what your boundaries are, know what you're willing to accept and not accept. Be open to new possibilities, but don't cover up your true self. Sure, it's fine to try new things and compromise and all that jazz, but if your partner can't accept you for who you are, then that's not your person, whether that's your best friend or someone that you're dating. Like, if they're, they're trying to change you, that's, that's not your person. Sure, they might seem perfect in every way, but if they're not supporting you and encouraging you to be your best self, they're not the right person for you. And if you have friends in your life that are trying to do that to you, it's time to get some new friends, right? All right, the next tip is about investing time. For the last few episodes, I've been talking a lot about planning our schedules according to how do we want to feel using energetic time management. Having time to invest in a relationship falls right in here. The time that we have is, you know, it's precious and frankly, it's limited. I don't know about you, but I do not want to waste my time connecting with people who are not going to fulfill me. Again, I know I have high expectations, but do you want to sit around spending all your free time with someone who's literally going to just like suck the life out of you? Someone who's not going to be there for you when you need them or just, no, you don't want to spend your time that way. You don't want to spend your time getting lost in a relationship that you don't get to be yourself either. We want to make time for relationships that are going to be supportive and fulfilling. Invest our time when we can be in like nurturing situations and nurturing relationships. All this by being mindful of how we spend our time and how spending that time makes us feel. Just a quick aside here about, about being mindful of how spending your time makes you feel, right? So there is, especially when you're a mom, there's like this pull between it's mom guilt and stepping out on the mom guilt. And I talked about that a couple weeks ago. So kicking in here into mom guilt is when you try to spend some adult time, whether it's with adult friends or you have a date night, whatever it is, there is a pull because you, you know, you have your kids over here. You might have your adult time over here, whether it's with your husband or like you said, which is with your best friend, you want to have a girl's night, you want to have a girl's weekend. There is this pull of you in all these directions and you have to be very mindful or at least I do. And so I strongly encourage you to, because if you spend all, you know, you get to spend a girl's weekend and you have a great time, but the whole time you're feeling guilty because that mom guilt's kicking in because you can't be two places at once. You can't, you can't do everything for everybody. So you have to figure out what's going to make you feel good. And sometimes it's going to be saying no to that girl's weekend. Sometimes it's going to be saying no to your kid. And obviously saying no to anybody doesn't ever really feel good. Um, but you have to be aware of that. 
So I'm going to just share a little story. So over the weekend, I was at a friend's wedding and I was out of the house for, well, I was out of the house for a while, like almost two days. So when I got back, the, mm, the, (laughs) the pull was great between the kid and the dog. They literally... Like you could tell that they needed, they needed my time. They needed my attention and I was happy to give it to them at that point. And I felt, you know, it's hard to be away from home for almost two days. And it's hard when even you're having a great time, you still feel, feel that pull, that guilt. Like, cause my son, he wanted to reach out to me and I was literally at the wedding and, and it was hard because it's like, you want to be there for him because you know, he's missing you and it's great to be loved. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's absolutely great to be loved. But also knowing that, you know, I needed to be at my friend's wedding. I needed like my energy, my focus needed to be there. So it's hard to be, to be pulled in those two different directions. So whenever it's possible, obviously we want to be ahead of that train. And that's what the whole planning our lives with the energetic time management is about. When I got home from the wedding, the kid and the dog, I guess, really needed my undivided attention both of them, they needed, you know, they needed me. So they both literally were on top of me. Like literally, when I say literally, I mean, literally on top of me, like the entire day because they needed that. And don't get me wrong. I needed them too, but I didn't literally need to be literally smushed on top with both of them on top of me. But it's something just to be mindful of because if you're not planning ahead and you're not not in a position where you've thought about it and you've you've figured out like where you want your energies to be where you how you want to feel how you are going to spend your time so that you can feel the way that you want to feel it feels freaking miserable if you are not if you haven't figured it out you feel completely inadequate you feel pulled in all the different directions and and like straight, straight shooting here, leading up to the wedding, I was feeling that way because I felt like I was pulled in multiple different directions from multiple different relationships that I have, you know, from my friend who was getting married to my son to, to other things that I have going on. Like you just feel pulled in a lot of directions, but sometimes I needed and I needed to do it. I needed to like step back and figure out like, this is how I'm spending my time right now. And I need to focus here and then focus there. And, and by being incredibly mindful of that, I was able to like plan myself and plan my time so that it was not split as evenly as possible, but I've, that I felt as good as I possibly could going into it with having accomplished all the things that I needed to do so that I wasn't feeling like I was pulled too thin and that I could focus on each situation as I was in it and not let all the other things kind of like pull me away from it. That undivided attention is killer here because you, when you are able to plan accordingly and like, and truly figure out where you want to put your time and your energy, then you can have that undivided attention and you're not like in your head, like I need to be here. I need to be this. I need to do that. I need to do this. Like having that peace of mind is incredibly helpful. So investing time in each of those relationships if relationships with your like my friend who was getting married relationships with 
your family, with your kids, all of that, you want to make sure that you're making that time just for them and that you are giving them your all when you're with them and it's just them. Okay, the next thing is communication. This is something that I have been working on myself. I am typically an over-communicator, if you could imagine. I blame my parents. Ah, just kidding. Mom, I know you're listening. Um, I can communicate very well, but when it comes to what I want or need from someone, specifically out of a relationship, this skill comes to like a screeching halt. It's something that I think that we all need to be mindful of and that we all need to maybe be a little bit better at. And it's in all your relationships from your kids. Like sometimes you just rattle off like, I am blah, do this, do that, do this, do this. But it's like, I need you to do this because like, and I'm not saying you have to over explain to your kids, but sometimes just articulating why you need something or how you need something done in any of your relationships is incredibly important. The people in our lives are not mind readers. Let's be real. I'm not a mind reader. I can't tell what the people around me need from me as a relationship. If they don't speak up or if I don't speak up and express what I'm looking for and what I need, then how is that relationship going to be successful? We need to be able to speak up when we need something and also when someone is crossing our boundaries. We need to speak up and set our limits and express ourselves because if we can't communicate with the people that we're closest to, like, who are you communicating with? That doesn't even make sense. So I know it's like a little bit hard sometimes, but it's something that we all really need to do is just express what we need, whether it's emotionally or physically, or just, you need them to, you know, I don't know do their chores without you asking 700 times. We have to be able to express ourselves. We have to ask for what we want because you're never going to get what you want if you don't ask for it, right? So that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't been following along on Instagram or Facebook, then I'm excited to share with you that my website has officially gone live. Uh, It's a little basic right now, but um, I keep like having the um, the life lesson that like, you know, having something being finished is better than no, I lost it. I totally said it wrong. Anyway, it's live. It's there. It's bare bones. It's a little basic for right now. It'll come along though. Bear with me, but, but it's there. It's finished. It's up. It's live. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, anywhere that you are looking on social media, Pinterest, I have another one, but I would love to hear from you. If you have an idea for an episode or if there's something you want to hear about, let me know. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.